Hello, Papa. Hello. Yeah. Please, this is Prince. I would like to talk. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, thank you for the opportunity and thank you for your teachings this morning. I'm really blessed. And so, um, I've I've realized that um, one of the things that most people dishonor men of God and important people is how we talk about them behind their backs, and also not giving them the kind of respect that they are due. I remember one time I was with one song minister, and then. I think we were talking about you, and then he said, Micah. Then I asked him, who is Micah? Then I said, is it not your father? Then I said, who is my father? Who is Micah? I don't know him. So when he was trying to explain to me who it was, then I asked him a question that, is he just someone you talk? Is he, is he just someone that you just address him by his name? Is he not someone you can accord honor to in order to receive honor? So I actually scolded him, and he was ashamed and i've also realized that one of the ways we do these things even how we talk about president in in the country instead of addressing him by the respect he deserves you hear people saying nanado 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 and you hear people insulting him all over the place and most of these are some of the reasons why we are struggling as a country because we don't even give the kind of honor he deserves as our leader. So one of the ways we can honor people is even behind their backs, giving them the kind of honor that they do, the kind of honor they are due, the kind of honor they are, they are due. Amen. Yes, Thank you. So I want to also add to what Prince is saying. One time I was in a meeting, somebody said Solomon. I said, who is Solomon? He said, Solomon Aduma. I said, I don't know any Solomon Aduma. And I was serious. I said, Solomon Aduma, who is that? I said, ah. He said, uh, your father. I said, which father? Let me see. Ah, uh, uh, Reverend Solomon. Oh, no, I only know Reverend Solomon. I don't know Solomon. The person he says solo. I said, I don't know any solo. Who is solo? I don't know any solo. Solo. The only solo I know is my son. He's my son. Solo, dear, my name is Solo Biao. Amen. Are you here with me? Can I comment on that? Yes, sir. Sometimes people do that. Okay, people talk or belittle people. Just you see, I don't know what was the right word. I'm trying to put it in a way that would be so simple for okay. all of us to understand it. Um, the way that I see myself is how I want to see you. Yes, sir. Okay, that yes, is their mentality. Yes, sir. Okay. Because the moment you see people try to belittle you, they've already lost the battle because they yes, know very well that you are way, way, way ahead of their league. That's true. Okay. Now, I don't know about you, but I was born in the village of the villages. And growing up, things were not that good. We were very, very poor. Okay. We were very, very poor. And, you know, God has been faithful to us throughout the years and He's so blessing us. And I've seen instant instances that the people that you went to school with, you know, maybe your JHS, your SS, and things like that. At times they will see you and they don't see you as where you are right now, but they see you of Benankoma, 30 years Benankoma. Okay. And what they do is that is how they address you. Guess what? If you address me, if you address me as Benankuma of 30 years, guess where you receive Benankuma of 30 years blessing because I had nothing to give you then and I have nothing to give you now. I'm speaking to somebody. So the recognition and the accord that you give to people, okay, resonate with them. Let me give you, for instance, when Asante Hene, the overall of the Asante kingdom, why do you think people give him all that accurate? You see, the more you give him accurate, you are putting responsibility on him to live up to that accurate. That accurate, exactly. You don't know. 
if somebody comes to you and call you papa the moment they call you papa they have elevated uh, they have elevated you to a responsibility, responsibility. Mm, this is deep i need to write this down and i, I told you when you are when you are you're going to get it so start writing it when you come around we have pen and paper with you because we don't study it from anywhere we study it from the throne room of god you are not going to find this in any book i said the very day whether a church member a friend yes, that you know at times some of them are even older than you if i am if you are older than me for instance if i call my son prophet micah papa which i do the very moment i use that name i have elevated his responsibility to the highest level because yes, when when jonathan mm. when jonathan called david a name there is a name i want you to go and look at it the moment he did that that they changed their clock okay that they went into that covenant there was an elevation so jonathan's responsibility became david's responsibility and that's why when jonathan died as a chicken that david ascended the throne a time came that when he was enjoying riches he said that is there anybody in the house of saul that yes, i may do him good because of who jonathan. jonathan because there was a responsibility that was exchanged yes sir so guess what if you will call me first of all my father is amponsa okay and he named me Ankoma. That is his uncle. But in my town, unless those that I went to school with, everybody in the town called me Kwabran Ponsa. And as I'm speaking to you right now, with my level of education, okay, with the grace upon with grace of God upon my life, there are some people that still call me Kwabran Ponsa. And guess what? If you call me Kwabran Ponsa, you get Kwabran Ponsa's blessing because when, Kwabran, when Ben Ankuma was Kwabran Ponsa, he didn't have anything. And at times, you know what? I don't even get angry about it. But they themselves feel it in their pocket. They will feel it in their spirit. Because guess what? You are not elevating me to responsibility and I don't have to be responsible for you. I hope somebody's learning something precious this yes, morning. Yes, sir. Okay. So people do that to you because guess what you started with those people and they are not going anywhere okay their life has become like uh, their lives have become like a signboard they are not going anywhere so they want you they want to talk about you denigrate you disrespect you so that you will stand there like a signboard and talk to signboard move on don't talk to signboard don't talk to people that are not willing to go with you if they belittle you you know what at times this is what i do to them I belittle them also. Yes, Let sir. Let me tell you something yes, that sir. just happened. Let me look. We are going to a place. If they think they are poison, we are poisonous. We are venomous. Yes, sir. About a couple of months ago, I came to Ghana, went back home to my city. I don't call it a village, to my city. Yes, sir. And there is something that is happening. My son is aware of it. I'm not going to talk about it till it becomes evident. And then, um, one guy, it's like the moment that I enter the town, it's like everybody, the acknowledgement and everything, which is to me, is nothing. And then this guy came a little bit older than me. So who is he? Okay, in a mess, in a place where everybody was talking such a good thing about you and things like that, who is he and where does he come from? I don't even know him. And I walked to him, I said, you don't know me? I know you. Are you not the son of this so so and so 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 and so so and so? As a matter of fact, was it not your father that was crippled? That was a shoe shine. And the guy looked at me, was like, oh my God. And then right there, right now, he went away. He left the scene. I gave it to him. You see, at times yes, some sir. people give it to them. Don't let give them continue to, them. to disrespect you. Mm. Don't let them continue to disrespect you. When yes, I came sir. to America, that I went to Afghanistan and Iraq, you were not there. 
What I have been through, I'm not going to sit there for somebody who has never tasted a quarter of the life, my suffering to disrespect me. If you say, ha ha, I will say, ha ha ha. So it's ha, about ha, ha. time that I like go, tell them where they are, put them in where they belong. Don't let them belittle anybody. I won't stand there for anybody to belittle um, Reverend Suramu Adama. I will do it. Yes, sir. I will give it to them left, right, and center. And it is incumbent upon you all to begin to defend us, to begin to defend us if you love us. And if you hear somebody speaking ill of us, stand in the gap, even if you have to, you know, fight with the last blood that is in you. It shows the loyalty. Yes, sir. Okay. How, what, what do some of you do? The moment you hear people talking ill of us, you join it. Oh, you don't yes, say sir. a word. Don't you know that mm. by you not saying a word, you are agreeing with what they are saying? Hey, my point one. That is my point one, Daddy. You were not there, but you have said it again. Say it. Okay. If you are not defending me by uh, by an act of you not defending me, you are agreeing yes, with sir. them. Yes, sir. God bless you, yeah, sir. You don't them. want me to keep on mm. going. Uh, uh, let me leave it here for you. <laughs> Mercy, Lord. Mercy. Wow. Hmm. My God. Let's use the clap. Um, the club this thing, if you have it. Is there anybody with something you want to, you want to ask the question or say something? Before we go. For those of you who just joined, I was teaching on signs and symptoms of dishonor, signs of dishonor. Um, I'm sure you didn't join on time, so you can, after this meeting, you can come back and listen to the audio again. I just began, I started, you can just forward it to 30, 30 minutes after the audio began. I started preaching after 30 minutes. So may God help us to cancel some of the names of our dishonored list. Oh. Because their access to our help is both blocked in the spiritual and physical. Dishonor blocks access to the help of men. Yes, sir. So I was within the person said, ah, Solomon. I said, who is Solomon? I said, I don't know when he's solo, solo. I said, ah, solo. Why is solo? Solo, they remember being a friend of solo. My son being a friend of solo. But solo, solo break home. Solo break home, break home, break home. And I was serious. Not like I wasn't serious. I was serious. I, I solo. Solo. Why is always so solo? The one I know today is, is Reverend Solomon. You say, the one I'm talking to. I said, ah. I said, no, he's not solo. He's Reverend Solomon. He's Reverend Solomon. It's serious. People fight. Yes, people fight for footballers, clubs. They don't, they've never met. When it comes to um, leaders, pastors, ministry, they just, they just, you know, it's noisy. Is there any question? I told you your silence can be a sign of dishonor. Your silence can be a sign of dishonor. Point one. One time I guide this honor my father. AFM, I turned down his proposal. Well done. Nonsense. I mean, you see, if I know some people who would have said yes to his proposal, but think, come to think of it, a man, let's say it in children, I'll say it for the people who don't know the fee. Sure. Bema on what this omu papa, o papa or your sofu. Sabema no obebu. But some of these are daughters. Hmm. Let, let me let me just keep quiet. A man who doesn't respect your father, who is a pastor, do you think he'll take you for anything when he marries you? But you foolishly say, Oh, it's a nice guy, foolishly and sheepishly, 
So he's a nice guy, you know, he's, he's, he's romantic, whatever. You marry him. When he, when he starts pulling a knife on you, don't call me. I will not come. Most of the youth in our generation now are full of dishonor. They don't have respect for people's sacrifices and God's investment upon their life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you do that, I'm with you. And let me tell you this, eh? Let me tell you this, just for you to know. Don't allow anybody to disrespect a very important person in your life. Never allow it. Especially when the people know. I think my network is, is breaking. Is it okay? Yes, Papa, it's okay. Okay, okay. Especially when the people know of how valuable the relationship is. Okay? They know this person is a very important person in your life. And they try to undermine that relationship undermine that person deal with them don't spare them deal with them solo why any solo solo did you see the message that uh prophet richmond wrote your son oh uh, no okay he said even people fight for football clubs yes daddy is it that's one daddy? Yes. Yes, they fight for football clubs. They fight for players. Players they've never met. They've never received a dime from them. We are sacrificing for you, being dead for you, all of things. Somebody comes, start saying nonsense, and you two are like, hey, it is true. The way he crying, he is now. You know, we have been trying to talk to him, but yeah, yeah, why not? You're like a football. Yes, yes, sir, Reverend. Uh, I was on motorbike. That's the reason I couldn't say anything. I have something okay. little to say. Okay. One of the things I've noticed about this our time, uh, young ministers who disobey or dishonest fathers because of their weaknesses are people who are not going anywhere. Oh yes. Prophet. Oh yes. For all the things can you hear me? Yes, sir. We can hear you. Yes. As I was saying, all the young ministers who are disregarding fathers and leaders because of their weaknesses and the bad things they are doing are the youth who are not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. The reason why David was going through what he was going through and yesterday he was not fighting so bad was because of what David wanted to receive. Yes, sir. Because there was a kingship anointing upon the life of King Saul. Yes, sir. So, in as much as David was anointed to take over the throne, the guy was still wise enough to honor that oil, but not the weaknesses That's of true. the That's uh, true. father. God bless That's you. True. God bless you. So, That's this true. our time, prophet, upon all the things I've been through for all these years, could you believe I'm a, I am ushering? I, I do usher. I do sweep the church and mop the church. But it's, it's just few people who can do this. Prophet, I'm telling you this. Sometimes you're a minister and... Uh, the, the spirit of the Lord ministered minister to me. I didn't say it. That a lot of people are honoring you because they see, say, you do your things accurately. But they did, they will see something little. They will start this honoring sure. Oh, yes. So, like, we have been to the Lord and we still go to this kind of people and they, they, that they should pray for, even for counseling, to sit down so that they will counsel us. But it's just some few people. So I've studied to know that people who speak against leadership, president, they can just open their mouth and say anything against them. It's because they are not going anywhere. But youth who want to stay long on the track or in ministry to do something greater or God should use them to do something around the world. These are men in as much as they go through things. Yes, though, they maintain an apostle Mike. Uh, who has said something. The men who treat others by the all this unless others are men who don't honor themselves yes sir. if you think you are honorable you honor people hmm. but those who are not honorable are men who just treat all men commonly they just say you are nothing so let's advise ourselves if we think that we want to go to places if we think that we want god to use us for mighty works then it means that we have to practice what great men are practicing. And prophet, what I want to say in addition is that one of the things I've noticed, 
if sons are disobeying or they don't honor anything or they don't respect leaders, I'm not afraid. But one of the things that I'm, I'm afraid of is that when you see fathers moving wayward, because the Lord said unto Abraham, whilst our brother was leading the open prayer, he said it. That should I hide this from my servant Abraham? Right. No. Knowing right. that no. Abraham will command his family, he will teach the family to walk after my law. If a child is moving wayward, there is an adult person to correct. But if fathers are moving wayward, who is there to correct them? Right. And this is our time, we have problem. And we have only few you two are very wise enough to know say no. This kind of thing, we don't want, we, we, we need not to walk after the wrong way. Yes, so like, I think that it should be our prayer topic at our closest and our private uh, prayer lives. That God should help those fathers. Because man of God, prophet, I have served for years. I have served for years. I started serving ministers uh, way back at uh, school. Somewhere 2012, 2013. Up to this time, and I'm still serving. Upon being the Reverend Minister, I'm still seven. So I've seen things happening. So we have to also pray that those fathers who are moving waywardly, God has to help them. And they are very gifted and very powerful. When they hold microphone, I'm telling you, it seems like Elijah has descended. And the youth will not understand that no, this kind of thing, this is how we, we, we need to handle them. So I'm afraid of this thing because I see that it's a very great disaster. The, you, you wrote in your book, the first time in the country, I will not describe you, oh no. Yes, sir. That they are fighting in their parliament from that yes, time. Let's study what is happening in, our, in that country now. Because it's starting from the top there. So when the youth are fooling, I'm not afraid. But when you see leaders, fathers moving waywardly, doing all kinds of things, it's very dangerous. Because here, my friend, there are people to shout at us. If I'm doing something wrong, you can correct me easily because you're a father. But when fathers are doing it, who is there? So I think that this is what is bothering me. And I want all of us to pray for fathers that we are seeing that they have weaknesses. And the youth are also advised. We shouldn't look at the weaknesses of fathers to dishonor them so that it will be a trend. I could remember one time, a lady was just speaking against uh, some of the things we were just going to. They were fighting for me. And I stood at the church. And uh, the, but at that time, the leader was not there. And I said, nobody dared to fight for me. You end up by fighting the lost anointed. I don't need the, uh, the help of any man, the fight of any man. I don't need any help from anybody. And they were silenced. How many youth are we going to get to stand in like this? So please, let's advise our. Thank you, That's Prophet. I'm okay. very honored for this great opportunity. Um, Thank you, sir. With this particular issue, um, you know, we as young people, that are rising in ministry one of the things we have to do is to get people we can be accountable to because quite a lot of you know when you study the trend of ministry you will find out that um these the you know we are more or less like if you are in your 30s you are a third generation. You are in a third generation. The second and the first archbishop and co, they are, in, they are in the forefront. Okay. Now, if you look at that generation, the next one that comes after them, then the next one, actually we are even like fourth generation or something. You'll find out that from that point all the way down to our time, now, one of the things you are going to see is the, the lack of accountability. The lack of accountability to nobody is the cause of 
backslidment of fathers. I cannot, I am not harm to wash my father's boxer shorts in public, as it is said in Chi. Ham went and found Noah drunk and naked. And he went and called his brothers to come and laugh at him. We must learn to be like Shem and Japhet. All the way, all, anyway, it was Noah's fault. But it is not my it's not my work to laugh and make a mockery. Now, when we especially as young people lack the ability to see and not talk we end up becoming like them some of these fathers you see when they were like us they also complained about their fathers and my little journey i've seen that everything you criticize you become it Everything you criticize. Today, young ministers, these people who were criticized, and the fathers are not giving us opportunities. They are not doing this. When they became head and founders and pastors, they said, so all these young ministers complain, and the pastor is rich, he's not taking care of us, he could have paid my rent, whatever. When they become leaders, the same thing they do. My advice is that live your life follow well and make sure you don't become a critic of a father and his mistakes because what you criticize what you fight what you gossip about it ends up catching up to you and it's a very funny thing and a very strange thing in this world and i don't know why god made it that way but it looks like when you begin to find thoughts, the thoughts are already there. Talk about them, talk about them, repeat them, repeat them, repeat them, repeat them. They become seeds because the words you speak, they become seeds that are sown in your life. They are sown in your life and gradually they end up growing and you end up repeating. Now, a lot of us are young, so we say this thing there, me, I won't do it. You will see, we are all here. Perfect, when you finish. I mean, may I come in and just add a little? Yes, Daddy. Okay, yes, yes, sir. This this is like a a whole seminar, a whole conference. Mm. Okay, it's a whole conference, and to me, and with a little research and the reading that I've done, it's just been to charismatism. Okay. And you were right initially there. It's, it's, just, it's just the third, first, second, and third generation. We don't have fourth year. Yes, okay, fourth are coming, but they are not in existence as we speak yes, in here. The problem that we have is not the first generation that much, it's the second generation. Okay. Because they, now when I say the second generation, I'm talking about myself, my age group. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. You're talking about your 45 to your 55 and your 60. And because, okay, oh man, we need to have a whole seminar to talk about. This is, a, this is another thing. Hmm. This, 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 okay. So the people, that are on top, okay, your 65 to your 70s that are retiring or they've already retired. About 80% of them retire in pain. So there is a disconnection as to who was holding the fort before you guys are coming in. Yes, sir. So as I'm speaking to you, Rana, you guys are on a raw path. Yes, sir. Okay. There is no connection as to who is connecting you to the first generation. That's true. And the reason why that happened is that the first generation helps some nobodies to become somebodies, and now they think they are nobodies. Okay. So many of these archbishops, many of these four founders, 
okay, that picked the charismatism, okay, from the early 60s to shoot it up, are tired and they are retiring and most of them are even dead. But they that came are not, if you have noticed, they are not moving the church to where it's supposed to be now. It has become like an empire to them. Yes. Okay. The forerunners, the pathfinders that came, they have the mindset of Pentecostalism. They have the mindset of the apostolic movement, whereby it was about church, church, church. And then the second generation that came, they took portion of us. Other prosperity to, uh, yes, about just them, them, them. So they have built an empires around them and nobody can tell them what to do or what not to do. So you, it's incumbent upon you, how do you tap into the first generational grace and anointing without passing through the second generation? Through the second generation. And now the second generation have become like a stumbling block. Oh my block. God. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's not a real one. Yes. A stumbling block. Yes. So, and that's why God is bringing some people, some of us in, that you are not going to go through your normal path to get to where God is going to take you. Because if you think you're going to go through second generation so that you can tap on those graces that are there, it may not happen in your lifetime. Because they are not ready to give way mm. for you to put on flesh, to see that what God is doing. Okay, so what Reverend Most Amos said is so accurate, is so on point. And the frustration it's just mounting up. It's just mounting up. It's just mounting up. All this nasty and the bad things that we're talking about, you cannot, or even bare minimum, can you find on those that started the Pentecostal and charismatic movement? I'm not saying there are no issues, but the burn of it, okay, it's rested so much on the second yes, generation. Yes, sir. Okay, and they built empire around themselves around their family, around their cohort. Yes, and if you are not mm. part of that net, if you are not part of that clique, if you are not part of that, whatever that they call themselves, then guess what? They are more than Italian mafias. Yes, sir. Listen to me very carefully. They are more than Italian mafias. You try cross them. It's either they will kill you. They are wicked. And you see, when oh, yes. people get to a physical, level, physical killing, or that is some do physical, physical killing. Yes. Of course. I'm talking about, you think I'm talking about spiritual? They will eliminate you. Okay? They will plant somebody your way. They will plant a lady that you've never met before. They will do whatever that they can, and they have the money to do that. Okay? So it's about time that, you see, oh my God, there is going to be a generational shift. Mm. Jesus. And it has already happened. You see, they have lost their sense of belonging in the sight of God. So yes. now they are fighting off steam, not off heat. You don't let me start. I said they are fighting off steam, of steam. not off heat. A time will come, you see, you think they have, they, 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 they think they have what it takes to move on. But they are only functioning because initially they were attached to a source of authority. And since they've been disconnected and they are functioning on their own, they are functioning on the steam of that which they carried before. And since they have been disconnected, it's just a matter of time that their time will come. Their exposure is within reach. So you as a young minister, do not dine with them. Do not partake in their nonsense and their stupidity. Find ways and means to keep yourself. And I'm telling you, God will get rid of them. You don't have to kill Saul. Saul will kill himself. I said, you don't have to kill Saul. Saul will kill this himself. Is too much. This is too much. Okay, since it's too much, I'm not talking because you're having too much time. I'm not talking. I'm, I'm, and then I'm going to keep you in suspense. 
So don't worry yourself as a young minister. Let them just keep on fooling themselves. You know what you need to do? Why they are doing that? I want you to I want you to eat right, drink right, dress right, do your you know your rehearsal right, do your studying right, perfect yourself. You think you are not being recognized. Why you are in hiding, do all these things right. They are going to pave way, whether by their own free volition or by the mighty hand of God. Either way, the sword of vengeance is coming down. But the question is, are you using your energy to prepare yourself to take that mantle or you are gossiping? Because as I said, if I've been an apostle, I said the sword of vengeance is coming down. But when we hand that mantle to you, are you in a position to take it? Or are you going to repeat the same mistake that we are talking about? May God bless us all. My God. My goodness. Help me, Lord. Prophet. Prophet. <laughs> look, look. Yeah. Lord, Isaac, you. I want God you to talk. You so much. Papa, God bless Prophet. you so much. Amen. Doc, God bless you so much. You see, the, the fire is too hot. And if you don't stop the, <laughs> the Ghana, Ghana fire service cannot quench it. God yes. bless you so much. <laughs> God bless you so much. And that is that is absolutely true. That is absolutely true. And then it is it is just on point, on point, on point, you see. And I wish everyone here who is in ministry can grab what you have just shared. Because some of us, by the grace of God, we have been directly working with some of them. Yes. Sir. And we That's saw what I wanted you to talk. Yes. Reverend Micah knows about many things about many of you don't know me but Reverend Micah know me you yes, see some of us have worked directly under some of them directly not like far from directly under some of them mm. and we have seen the pain and the suffering that even up to now some of them And some of the some of our colleagues are going in. They are going through, and it is all about fear. They are not doing ministry in in whatever in their pain. Is it when when somebody is in a hot pot, but can't speak, because when you speak, somebody will hit your mouth and tell you, don't 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 speak, don't cry. So that is what is happening now, because. When they, when they had the opportunity to walk on the bridge that the fathers create for them, when it got to their point, they raised the bridge that nobody can cross the bridge anymore. They, 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 they themselves are the bridge. When That's you get right. to them, That's right. when you get to them, stay with That's them. Right. That's right. Yes, sir. When you you get are not to going them, anywhere. Them. Mm. Don't go anywhere. Right. Stay with them. And you see, that has created that mess and that whole lot of pain that is going on today, any young minister that rises don't even have the courage to walk to a father and say, I've, I want you to mentor me. I want you to mentor me. We don't have, it's like there is the no mess courage. Is serious. There is no courage because we, we, look, we look ahead of us and we think like, when you go, it's even the protocol you will pass through before you get mm. to them. Before you get to meanwhile, they didn't go through that. Exactly. Yes, they didn't go exactly. through that. Exactly. So when yes, they sir. when they when they walked on the bridge to the fathers, 
when it got to their time, they, they opened up they the turned bridge. themselves into a bridge. They opened up the bridge and said, Nobody crosses anymore. Yes. We we are the bridge. Nobody crosses anymore. You see? And that is what we are seeing. So, Papa, you have shared some, the, the fire is too hot. I am just here said, and huh? it's like I am jumping on my bed. I like wanted that. to throw my phone away. Something Remember, sorry about that. Sorry for cutting you off. Oh, Papa, Papa, Papa continue. It's, it's something that is widely phenomenal. It is not pertaining to Ghana alone. Okay? It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And that is why the church is dying. The church is dying because those people that suffered so much are not even enjoying that wealth. Yes, sir. Okay. They are not even enjoying that wealth. They, they, they use their sorrow, their connections to create, you know, to create something for people. That in doing that, their thought was there's going to be a generational bridging. And now it's like, you helping me to get to a place and you had a part with me that I'm handing the baton to you. I'm giving all the rudiments. I'm giving all the tricks to the game and everything. Yes, learn and learn where. And when you are in a position, help those behind you. And the moment you get to that position and everything, you block those behind you and then you disconnected yourself from me too. Hmm. So people, the little ones, and do you know, do you know, it is so easy for you to get an appointment with Reverend Ampia Kofi or Archbishop Duncan so William easy. than some of these people. Yes, sir. So easy. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes, sir. <laughs> Reverend oh Michael, do you remember? <laughs> ah, I remember. Ah. He sent a car to come and pick us. He Look. sent a car to come Look. and pick us. Papa, we, we went directly to Reverend Ampiakofi's To his house. To his to, to his, his hall. He his hall. He opened his heart to us. Um, look, I am telling he doesn't you, know us from anywhere. He, he, he is like, I am telling you. I am telling you. When I come to Ghana, okay, it's Bishop Edwin of ICC. His wife that cooked my food. I sat down with Bishop and we eat together. You won't even let me eat in the church. I eat in Bishop's office. Hmm. And I don't even want to go there. Yes. And because of my connection, my close proximity with this Bishop, some of the pastors started reaching out, trying to get connections. And to me, say, okay, because of your father, let me be open. And Prophet Micah will bear witness to me. One of them, out of his own insecure, so disrespectful and everything. Prophet, I will send you a message tomorrow, I mean, this morning. Do you know okay. that man since 2019 or 2020 that he did that, never called me, never sent anything? Wow. This morning. That was 2019. Yes, this morning I saw him and I said, hey, my brother, how are you hey. doing? And you know why he reached out to me? Because he, he needs help. That I sent okay. an invitation to um, Bishop Abedi Boatle and the wife and them, and they got an American mm. visa. So he thinks just by doing, you see, people think we are stupid. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. People think we are just stupid that when they need you, they will just, look, first, the, if you don't call me, if you don't WhatsApp me, if you don't talk to me, and I see your call, I don't even bother to answer it. Because you know yes, why? Sir. Because you are in need. That's why you are reaching out to me. Oh, yes. That's true. You know, That's so, true. I'll just, I'll just ignore the call. Yes. It's a lot that has been, you know, going on. But I don't want you to be so concerned about it. Yes, sir. That yes, you sir. lose yes, sir. focus of who you are. Mm. And I'm so happy that when Reverend Amos said that, when these women were fighting for him and things like that, 
You know what they were doing? They were trying to do our way. They were trying to bring uh, divisiveness. Division. Yes, yeah, so that you would take a part and then you take the church. And you know what? As an honorable as you are, you did the right thing. Yes, it sir. is always, it is always, okay, the servants of great men that bring about division. Mm. It is not a great man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, it is not Abraham and Lot. Just the servants it of Lot. Servants. Hmm. It was not Jesus. Okay, and John. It was hmm. John the Baptist's disciples that were trying hmm. to bring that destruction. Who are these yes, people? Sir. We started before they did. Yes, sir. And at that moment, in the material time, John has to step in and say that, you know what? I need to decrease that he may increase. My job is to give significance. I am moon. And my job is to give significance to the sun. I am not the sun. I am the moon. Yes, you see, it's about time that some of these people need to understand it. Just yes, because you are a leader, just because you are a leader doesn't mean that you are the chosen one. You may be a chosen one for a generation. You may be a mm. step in gap. You see, we have something that we call step in, you know, step in gap leadership. Mm. Okay. Let's say that the actual person that needs to take that position, there is a vacant. When there is a vacant, we bring somebody in a pre-term, you know, in, just in a, in, in a, in a temporary basis okay. for you to be there. Why we are preparing the actual person that needs to take us to the next level in. And some of these people got to that place and it, it treats them. So they have crossed their legs and they are not paving way for you, the right person, to take your rightful place. And that is why I'm saying their stupidity and their foolishness has come to the throne room of God and the vengeance of the Lord is about to come down. Yes, sir. So I wouldn't want you to worry too much about them. Worry too much about your preparation because the worst form of the service that you can give to somebody or the form of failure that you can give to somebody is to place someone that is not ready to take up leadership, leadership position. If I want you to, if I want to destroy you, The easiest way to destroy you it is, is to put somebody who is not prepared, give him a task. And by so do he will destroy himself. So some of these people, they wish and they wanted the first generation anointing so much that they were, they were half-baked. They were not fully baked. And they took it upon themselves and they thought they were there, but they were not there. So now they are not here, neither are they there. So they are, they are afraid of their own shadows. Listen to me very carefully. It's not like they don't like you. They are afraid of their own shadows that you are studying and you have studied. And if they give you an inch, you will take a step. So some of these people are afraid of the way that you preach, the way that you teach, the way that you prophesy, the way that you discipline yourself, the way that, I mean, your human skills, your social skills, the way that you love, yes, you treat, you love people, they are afraid of you. Them. I said they are afraid of you. That is the whole thing. So all what they are trying to do, okay, I'm not going to give him the space. And I'm not going to allow him to get to where he can get it. That's okay. <clears throat> You don't have to help me. That's why God is bringing people all around the globe. You don't have to be a Ghanaian to help me. That's why there are people from Jamaica, people from Senegal, people from Namibia, people from Sierra Leone, people from Mexico are listening to my message. Because you know what? You became a second generation and you think I will need you to get to where I'm going. God, you see has a plan yes my pastors my prophets my teachers my evangelists do you think god will ask abraham 
to go and make sacrifice without making provisions. He will make provisions. He will make provisions. So don't worry about it. Keep preparing yourself. Because soon, soon, and as a matter of fact, this year, if we don't pray so hard, two, two, about three, actually about three of what I saw of the giants will fall in America. Three of them will fall in America. There's going to be serious generational gap because they are dying with their grace. They are dying with their oil because of ingrate, because of the people that were supposed to bridge you and I to them. So it's about time that some of us, we are going to be that man of war that we have to, with, 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 with unconditional force and aggressiveness, jump. There had to be a quantum leap. Oh my God. I said there has to be a quantum leap. Some of you, you are about to have a strange encounters. Okay, and some of you have already received it. That there's going to be a quantum leap. There has to be a leap. Instead of you going step one, two, three, before you get to wherever that you are going, God is going to leap you. And when you leap, that's when they will start dying. Okay, because some of these people will die the moment that they find out that you broke, you broken through. Because you didn't, it didn't come through them, and that will cause their death. So get ready; some of them will die, and very soon they will. Yes, but you and I need to be ready. We need to be battle ready, and in the military, in the military. We practice our training as our warfare. We don't wait for the battle drum to be beaten before we start getting battle ready. Okay, I was with the 82nd Airborne. One of your duffel bags is always ready, getting ready to go. So I want you to understand, in this work that you are in, be battle ready because when the realms of the spirit is open like it has this morning overtaking is allowed god bless you because we need to make this prayer that lord make me ready for what you're about to do in this generation this is the prayer lord make me ready prepare me for the next move of god begin to pray wherever you are what a prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for tonight. Yes. You have spoken to us.
you have opened our eyes you have encouraged us you have healed our hearts we pray the lord grant us grace to prepare for the next move of god we pray that you help us to walk in honor Jesus. honor towards you honor towards ourselves honor towards our fellow men we decree and declare that even this week you will begin a new thing in our lives i pray for everybody under the sound of my voice that is sick in any part of the body that within the space of 30 minutes let every infection disappear boils will will disappear cancers will disappear let there be miracles i decree and declare miracles in the name of jesus amen Amen. Wow. 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 God bless wow. the prophet. Wow. Thank you for joining. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to thank every pastor. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you, Reverend Wasa, Amos. Thank you, Pastor Deborah. I see Pastor Wate. Pastor Solomon, God bless you. Prophet Amor, God bless you. Pastor Wafo, God bless you. God bless everybody for joining. Michael Blessings. Pangan, Panganea. God bless you, Panganea. God bless you, Pastor Festus, Prince, Sapong, Beta, Abina, Dr. Ruth. Benef, God bless you. Efia, Tawanda, Ata, Ata, Ata Pong, God bless you. Ata Pong, God bless you. Sandra, God bless you. Gloria, Pastor Philip. Hey, Pastor Philip, now said the way you did. Awini, God bless you. Mrs. Wasa, bless you. Esther, God bless you. Constance Amfo, bless you. God bless you. Eunice, bless you. Ophori, Ophelia, my son, Selassie, Pastor Isaac, my good brother. God yes. bless you. Yes. You know that when we went to meet Dr. Dr. Biakofi, eh? mm-hmm. he arranged for us to meet him. Okay. He arranged for us to meet him. He even sent a car to come and pick us up when we alighted. We met him in the, we, we, the way he asked us to come. We got there very early in the morning. So we got to his house like, seven or something 6 40. so even normally at that time not every normal human being that's the time you should wake up go wash your face have some breakfast he came to meet us welcomed us we had a meeting spoke oh no protocols somebody would have said come to up no nothing just ah. god bless you everybody god bless everybody lost law lois from Zambia. Amen. God bless you, Lois. I'll Amen. call you today. Today I'll call you. I've been I've been quite engaged, but I'll call you today and we will talk. God bless right, Angela man. Richmond. My wife is here. Salome, Elijah, Gifty, Mary, my my PA. Ruth is my PA. Prince, God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. GMT. And then um, doctor will be having a meeting um, 3, 3 a.m. Ghana time. I was part of the meeting today. Tomorrow we are meeting 3 a.m. Ghana time. That's GMT. And then um, 9 p.m. Central time. Um, Nigeria is... Um, I'll get you the flyer. I'll get you the flyer. Hold on. Nigeria is um 4 a.m usa is 10 p.m 10 p.m instead 10 p.m ghana 3 a.m um nigeria is 4 a.m so let's try to join i was so blessed joining 
we will meet you tomorrow you know what this year we are bombarding you with meetings because the bible says we should redeem the time for the days are evil we are bombarding you with meetings i will see you tomorrow god bless you bye bye God bless you. God bless you. God bless you all. Amen.